Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Animac here from Anime Outpour. Welcome back to the Naruto version. Fool ya fools. You like how I did that? You like how I did that? That was excellent, bro. That was the... the, Whatever is the opposite of cringe was that one. Yes. The opposite of cringe is what I was going for. Gozen is with me also from Anime Outpour. The anime per YouTube what channel, up? which you can check out. Also, check us out on social media. We got a bunch of Naruto videos on Anime Uproar. And I think the Naruto community on YouTube is is fire. So, yeah, you can you can find a lot of good stuff there. We just posted a, every death in Naruto Explained, which our uh, boy Axel Beats did. He's a member of the team. And actually goes and had to review it because I didn't want to because of spoilers. But yeah, if you're interested in revisiting all the deaths in Naruto, that's on the channel right now. And of course, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, etc. At Anime Uproar. We don't have like a Naruto Virgin podcast social media presence, but you can just follow at Anime Uproar. Exactly. This and you'll week... get... Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just going to say, this week we're covering up to chapter 548. And then next week we're going up to chapter 560. So we're covering about 12 chapters a week, which I think is a good number because I remember uh, last week we did the Naruto, uh, the One Piece version and we only covered like four or five chapters, but that's because we're caught up now. Uh, so we only do it once in a while. But I remember sometimes when we would do the One Piece version, we would go over 30 chapters a week and I was like struggling to keep up because obviously I yeah. do a lot of other things during the week, not just this podcast. So then I was like, rushing through them too much and stuff and i definitely think this is a more manageable number and i often i remember when we were doing the one piece one and we would cover like 35 chapters people would be like you didn't talk about this you didn't talk about that because we only have like an hour so i think this is definitely the better way to go yeah and i'm in the same boat with you because i'm also going to be rereading the chapters as we go because i can't pull a nux and just remember everything that happened yeah so... he definitely remembers he never he never misremembers. <laughs> but he, I... he's like what killer isn't part of kids crew what anyway no but let's just say like i don't feel comfortable with showing up without like actually having reread the parts so yeah for both of us it's more manageable like that sam says you loved one piece more though well i love naruto as well um one piece has certain arcs that are just above and beyond anything in naruto but I love Naruto as well. This current arc is not my favorite arc in Naruto, but it's had some really good ones. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, well, you know, One Piece is just so much better. It is overall, I think, better, but especially with the world building and stuff, which is something I really enjoy. Not everyone cares that much about world building, but I do. However, Naruto is still really, really good. Yeah, and uh, as a kid, I was first into Naruto before One Piece. And I was more into it than One Piece at the time. Uh, as I got older and read the mo- the full manga for Naruto and caught up to One Piece, I do prefer One Piece. But yeah, like childhood nostalgia is Naruto for me. Bro, my love for One Piece grew as Nami's boobs grew. It's such a crazy coincidence. Yeah. 
yeah, a lot of things grow along with Nami's boobs. Yeah, it's it's a life thing. It's a life moment. Okay, let's get into the actual action in this chapter because we are in the middle of the war arc and we start off with the ghetto statue and Toby joining the fight. And because of Toby joining the fight, the fight turns in the favor of, um, I guess they call him the Akatsuki. They're not quite what the Akatsuki were, but it's just like, you know, the the Madara, Madara side. And so the yeah, Allied first, forces are forced ahead, to yeah. retreat and an uneasy ceasefire is established overnight. At the same time, we have Naruto and Killer B on the way. In last week, we saw them escaping the confines of that island. And now they're on the way to join the fight, even though many people don't want them to. Because, of course, if the fight goes badly and their um, Biju are taken, it's over. Madara wins, his plan is fulfilled, the world is destroyed. The world as we know it. I mean, he wants to create the world in his specific way. He doesn't want to just destroy the world, but, you know, the world as we know it would be destroyed. Yeah, so that's interesting. Also, this part reminds me of just right now where One Piece is that. I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, everybody in the One Piece crew almost has their own battles, right? Here, we already see that people are pretty much, like, waiting for naruto to take on anybody stronger than like a white zetsu so that that's something you'd notice since we yeah. mentioned naruto in one piece oh, and by the way we learned a lot about the white zetsus um zekka in the chat said naruto was very consistent up to the war arc which is 400 plus chapters i agree every arc was really good in its own way there wasn't like a boring arc or stuff like that like with one piece you have like uh ring long ring long something island what was it called Ring Long what? Island. Ring -a -ding -long. I don't know. I just, Ring -a -ding -long I Long Island. Um, a lot of people didn't like that arc. I thought it was funny, but obviously not epic in like Marineford. So, or like Thriller Bark is a bit slower too. So you definitely have more variety with the One Piece ones, whereas Naruto was really consistent for a really long time. Yeah, I mean, um, and it's a good story, 100%, but there were definitely arcs I preferred to other arcs. Mm -hmm. like um, the Chunin arc sure yeah that was a great arc um, I, so the war is moving faster than I thought because I thought we were going to be you know another 150 pages of the, uh, chapters of this but it seems that already half of both of the forces have been wiped out just in this first stage of the battle because apparently 40,000 of the allied troops have been wiped out and 50,000 of the white Zetsus have been wiped out already. Obvi and obviously yeah, some, some of the but, zombies have been uh, sealed up as well. But you do know anime logic, which is like the closer you get to the countdown, the slower time starts feeling. <laughs> That's usually how uh, anime logic that works. That is true. But Especially again, in sports anime. It was surprising to me that they said that the casualties were so high already because they were like, what, they had like one day of fighting? It feels weird, right? Because like... These white Zetsus, as we find out, are pretty much plants that have been turned into warriors using, surprise, surprise, Hashirama cells. Yes. And yet they're actually taking out, like, fucking a bunch of real-life ninjas. So it's it's kind of sad, you know? <laughs> like, you, it's like this dude's, like, watering plants and they're, take, they're like, cybermenning, uh, like, all these ninja. Yeah, so what we, we learned the truth about the White Zetsu uh, in this section of the story. First of all, they have that ability to absorb chakra and then mimic both the appearance and the chakra of a person. 
And they use this ability to infiltrate the allied camp at night, pretending to be some of the allied people who were either injured or are missing or whatever. And because they have the same chakra, people have been unable to identify them as imposters. So at night, they've started attacking people, especially medical ninja, because medical ninja are so crucial to the fight. So it's a very sneaky Trojan horse type attack um, that they've been engaging in overnight. And it's actually brilliant because, I mean, they didn't focus, I think, enough about this, but I think they did mention it. These guys are already like a ragtag group just put together and they have all these like, you know, feuds in the past that it's hard to get over, right? Uh, let's say someone from this country killed this person's father, right? And then on top of all that, just in general distrust from the beginning, now you have, you don't know who to trust because all of a sudden there, all these killings are going on and it, you think there's like an intruder, but perhaps it's just like sides killing each other. So it it's the perfect strategy for psychological warfare for uh, the Akatsuki side to do. Yeah, and I mean, it is really brilliant and effective neji is actually one of the people who was um cloned i guess or like mimicked in order to start killing uh the medical ninja but sakura managed to pull a pro gamer move she tricked ne the fake neji into revealing that he didn't know who that pig was which i get yeah, tauntaun right yeah i was like is he is she missaying 1010 so that like yeah i was like who's tauntaun and, and <laughs> like, I, but then it ended up being a pig but I yeah, guess yeah. Neji would have known that, the real Neji. So then Sakura figured out that this was an imposter Neji and she took him out. So, you know, props to Sakura. She's a nurse, but she's also did some cool stuff. You also skipped that super random moment where, like, that one soldier, uh, like, pulls an English patient, patient and just says he loves Sakura. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was, yeah, that that was, was funny. Just some guys, like, listen, <laughs> I'm going out to battle. I don't know if I'm going to come back. So I just want to tell you that I love you. <laughs> like yeah okay who are you <laughs> i mean the only reason that was like introduced there was so she could like think about sasuke again <laughs> i know she's like no i have someone that i love and i'm like why bro yeah and he was it was funny what he said he's like oh yeah they must be like such a nice person of course you someone like you would have someone and then it just showed <laughs> yeah and in the end, it's it just the shows biggest cringe lord in the series the biggest edgelord. No, yeah, so some of the people reviewing uh, Naruto Virgin are like, guys, stop hating on Sasuke so much. But, um... Never. I will never stop hating on him because... He's I, easy to hate on, like but, him. like I always say, he does bring a very interesting uh, dynamic and an interesting plot device to the story. Yeah, I'm not saying I hate him as a character because he does ha play a role in the story. I just don't relate to him. I think he's, you know, a ridiculous edgelord. But that, All right. that doesn't make the story any worse. It's just that you know, it just makes like Sakura him. worse for not, you know, yeah, for not cutting ties off. I mean, that is a fair point. Yeah, I feel like saying Sakura is bad is pretty much a safe statement within the Naruto fan base. <laughs> <laughs> like no one will get upset about that. Yeah. So we, about back to the White Zetsu. So we learned that they are clones of hashirama made with hashirama cells but grown as plants are grown so they're not quite you know clones but they're plant-based alternatives to hashirama kind of like the beyond 
meat burger. Yeah, I was like, what the? F I was like, am I just imagining he's gonna say that or what? Yeah. <laughs> I know how much uh, Animac likes his Beyond Meat burgers. They're actually quite good. Yeah, so just think about it, guys. Whenever you're eating those, you're actually like kind of eating white zetsus. It's a metaphor, Gozen. It's not literal. All right. Yeah, I was joking, but like you, you responded like I wasn't joking. So, so it's just basically, proceed. It's basically vegan hashirama is what we're talking about right now. Yeah, but like vegan hashirama is like way fucking weaker than normal hashirama. Yeah, coincidence. That's for you to decide. They are weaker. They don't have as much, you know, protein, but they're still pretty freaking strong, especially in such great numbers. Like, that's the thing, right? They're weaker, but you can, like, farm a bunch of them, like hundreds of thousands of them. That's the trade-off. Yeah, and as weak as they are, like, how much was it? They took out 40,000 ninja? 40,000 out of 80,000 have been taken out, and 50,000 yeah, so... have been taken out out of 100. So not bad for a vegan Hashirama, bro. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to talk about? So I think that's it for the Zetsus. Basically, you kind of learn what they're all about, uh, their strength, and now yeah. we can, uh, how they were made, their strength, and now we can talk about Naruto and Killer B because Naruto happens to possess the ideal counter to the Zetsu, and that is the fact that he can, using his Ninetales Chakra, he can sense whether someone has negative intent or like Killer Instinct or whatever, Killer Intent. Negative emotions, yeah. Uh, so even if the chakra feels like Neji, let's say, he will know, okay, this Neji wants to hurt me. That must be a Zetsu. So Naruto is crucial for potentially kind of weeding out. Get it? Weeding out because they're plants. Uh, weeding out these Zetsu. Yeah, they're weeding out these Zetsu. But again, we run into the obstacle in the form of um, the Ra Raikage and the Hokage, which is Tsunade, who run out to meet Killer B and Naruto and try to stop them from joining the fight. And I mean, I thought this was really interesting in terms of like the moral dilemma here, right? Because um, they want to stop them from joining the battlefield. Because again, again, if you have the Biju captured, it's all over. But Naruto also doesn't want to sit back while people, including his friends, are dying to protect him. So, you know... In, in a sense, by going to protect his friends, he's being selfish, potentially. But also, how can he just sit back and do nothing, especially knowing Naruto's character? So I thought this was an interesting moral dilemma, especially having Tsunade there, who is kind of conflicted because she also has faith in Naruto. But at the same time, as a representative of the Allied forces, it's her duty to try to stop him from joining yeah, yeah, I thought it was an interesting... Um, My section. whole interpretation of that was that uh, A, didn't want to lose anyone like he lost his father, right, in battle. And so he was overprotective of B, and that kind of got blown out of proportion with them trying to hold back their best fighters. Because at the end of the day, if, if they lost, you know, if they don't give their best effort... Like, they're, if they're fighting Madara and they're losing to fucking vegan Hashirama clones, you know, you're you're in trouble. Like, you need to use everything you got or else you're gonna, like, they're not gonna be much help if, like, everybody else is already wiped out. Yeah, true. So if they lose the battle completely, it'll be easy for them to then locate Naruto and, and Killer B, right? Like, if it's just Naruto and Killer B against everyone, 
all the villains. Yeah, it's a stupid it's a stupid strategy in my opinion, but I guess like the fear is the fear is, oh, what if for example Naruto or something fucks up and they end up like absorbing him and then it's like, okay, now we really can't win because uh, the ghetto statue is even stronger, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I guess that's their fear, but, you know, clearly this isn't working out too well. They yeah. lost half of their forces. And Chad is pointing out that Killer B right away noticed uh, how hot Tsunade was in her rack. So, yeah, he is a man of culture, and we respect it. Um, yeah, I mean, she doesn't actually look like that, but yeah. Shut up, man. Okay? You think these VTuber girls look like they're VTuber avatars, and yet people still love them, so... No, I'm just fucking around. Like, it's a fucking manga. It's a fictional world. <laughs> it, it shouldn't bother you if she doesn't really look like that. I know. I'm also joking, man. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I was, I was more say, solo talking to the audience. I was going to say that, um, just to take it back a bit, uh, I forgot to mention this, but earlier on in the story, we had Ninetales speaking with Naruto, and Ninetale looks like it's, start, it's trying to tempt Naruto into borrowing more of its power in order to win the war, kind of saying, you need more of my power, otherwise you're going to lose, and all this type of stuff. And we know that the tempting is coming from the fact that um, Ninetales wants Naruto to use too much power and then Ninetales can take over, right? Uh, that's the implication. Yeah, and basically Ninetales is saying, oh, look, you tried to save Sasuke and look what happened. You know, if you don't use more of my power now, you're going to fail again and you're going to be a failure and all this type of stuff. But interestingly enough, Naruto claps back. He doesn't take the bait. And he claps back by saying, one day I will save you, Ninetales, from all your hatred. Which was kind of like a you know reverse Uno, and Ninetales says, is, "Is like how dare you? How dare you say that you some kid can save me from anything? I am hatred itself. Fuck you, Naruto." But it seems like Naruto kind of stepped on a thorny subject for Ninetales. Now. Yeah, like he's cool. protesting too much, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was he's cool. too. He was too defensive with that. Like, no, fuck you, man. I am hatred, bro. You just became Sasuke for a second. <laughs> that is such a cringe lord, edge lord thing to say. Like Sasuke would, I am hatred. I am vengeance. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, Sasuke is a great uh, face for vengeance for sure. I wouldn't say great. I would say. I mean, he just, when I think of like vengeance, like there's a reason he was one of my picks for best revenge moments in anime. But it's it's at its pinnacle against Donzo for sure. Yeah. Um, then we, we got a, uh, A and B's backstory. So Killer B's backstory and the Raikage's backstory. And it turns out that they're not actually brothers. Like they're not blood brothers. They were made 
they became brothers when B auditioned or like tra um, tested to become the main bodyguard of the Raikage and passed. And, and he was a fucking kid. Like it's yeah, crazy. As a kid, as a kid. And before he was a Jinchuriki. A big part of this position is to have like a bond or like, you know, teamwork with the Raikage, which he did. And the bond continues to develop after he becomes B. And also this is before he becomes the Jinchuriki. Before him, there were many failed attempts of having someone to become a, a stable Jinchuriki. But then as we know, he would later become one. But the funny thing or the interesting thing about this is that throughout this whole showdown between, you know, the Hokage and Raikage on the one side and Naruto and Killer B on the other side, Killer B, the adoptive brother of the Raikage, is on Naruto's side 100%. He's saying, you have to let us join the fight. You know, I'm supporting my boy Naruto, which I thought was really interesting because these guys are brothers, but they're having a clear disagreement here about something very important. Yeah. No, I, I love that relationship um, as well. Again, well, part of what this war does is develop a lot of those relationships that probably a lot of people like don't care about, but I think it, they're interesting. Um, and one of them is B and the Raikage's relationship. And as we'll see also Gara and his father's relationship, like there was like, a lot of cool time for non-main characters to kind of grow and get shown some love yeah and uh even minato backstory like we gotta talk about that too a little bit that was just a little bit because uh basically tunade agrees eventually that you know b and naruto should join the war because that is their best bet to win but that aikage still doesn't want to agree to this so he first tests naruto by trying to use his quickest punch to attack him and Naruto actually manages to evade it because he ends up being even faster. And the only other person that could ever do that was Minato, Naruto's father. So once Naruto does that, the Raikage says, okay, so this guy might really be the savior. The savior of all of us, the guy that Jiraiya was talking about, the guy that you know my brother believes in. He might really be able to do it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the fact that there was all those parallels and, yeah, how Naruto had to not surpass his dad necessarily, but had to reach the same level his dad did. And it was such a great moment when he's like, a little, maybe a little corny, but when he's like, yeah, I got two sons. And then he pictures his mom and dad. And um, I like how he got defensive over his dad, too, about, hey, you... He made no mistakes, right? Because yeah. the Raikage was saying, oh, he's a failure. And he's like, no, he made no mistakes. Yeah, the Raikage was trying to bait him by saying, your father, you know, he was supposed to protect the village and all this other stuff. And then he died. You know, he failed. <laughs> I know. It's, it's so funny. He said that. He's like, and then he died. So, yeah, like, like, what a sucked. bitch, bro. What a bitch. <laughs> it's like a Homer Simpson line. Like, if he's so smart, how come he's dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Naruto was like, no, my dad didn't make mistakes. He's. He, because of him, this village survived, and the Jinchuriki stayed within. I mean, I mean, the Beiju stayed within the village, and it wasn't taken by Madara, etc. So yeah. it was a great moment for sure. And obviously, you know that the Raikage isn't a bad guy; that he isn't saying all this stuff because he wants to be a dick. He's really trying to test Naruto to see, like, is this guy 
you know, all that he says he is, if I let him actually join the fight and take this big risk, is he going to disappoint or is he going to actually, you know, live up to all the things he's saying? So he had to test them and I think it was a good way to test them. He tested them both emotionally and physically in terms of the speed. Yeah, very, very true. And he passed this test, which is a sick little moment that then people even are like, Tsunade has deja vu where she's like, holy shit, just like the yellow flash. Yeah. And that's another cool comparison with his father. Uh, people in the chat are like, Minato shouldn't have died in the first place. Yeah, let's not get into that can of worms. Yeah, for sure. He definitely um, didn't need to die. But a lot of Naruto's speech here is saying like, no, he didn't make a mistake. Because of him, I got to meet like my mom and my dad. And, and also, um, because of that you also have Naruto carrying on their wishes. So it's Demon Slayer focuses on this a lot. The idea of uh, you carry on the people kind of sacrifice and help you along the way. So in a sense, it's like as long as Naruto's alive and succeeding, it reflects back to Minato and his mom doing a good job. And it's their victory as well. Yeah. And uh, we have Alex in the chat saying he's a first time viewer on Twitch, but a regular listener on Spotify. Welcome. Pleasure to have you here on twitch.tv slash rancafe or rancafe.tv. This is where we do all our podcasts, including Naruto Virgin, Anime Virgin, um, One Piece Virgin. Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, Dragon Ball them, Virgin. And of course, Rancafe. So we do it all here on Twitch. Um, yeah, so that was a cool scene. And now we will be seeing Naruto and Killer B joining the fight. In the meantime, though, Toby has been up to some shit, bro. He's assembled another six pains. And he's about to just unleash them. And these these pains are all like Jinchuriki, former Jinchuriki zombies. So it's like, bruh, this guy bruh. is not messing around. Yeah. Um, no, that was a cool touch too. And just like I told you before, this war setup is a great way to introduce char interesting characters. Uh, we finally will get to see all of these past Jinchuriki and what their abilities were, which as a fan of just the whole world of Naruto in general and of interesting characters specifically, um, I'm a big fan of that aspect of it. Yeah, and speaking of um, interesting characters coming back, so we didn't get to see the pain in action yet, although that's going to be really cool, but uh, we did get to Nagato, see... Nagato, yeah. He's Nagato now. No, no, I'm saying pain, the new pain, which is the six. Uh, oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not really pain, but like, yeah, those six fighters. Yeah. Well, it was referred to as as the new pain. The new six paths of pain. Yeah. Yeah, um, we did have Gara's father coming back with a bunch of other um, zombie guys, including I again think, the Mu, former Raikage, right? Move for the win. The dude is so badass. I the love mummy, him, dude. Yeah, the mummy dude who can also use particle style jutsu, uh, Kekagenkai of three different, um, uh, nate, what is it called? Nature releases. So it's really cool. Nature releases, isn't that just like, um, you know, what's the, what's it called? Like fire release? Is that what it's it nature is? Release Water release? Like, you know, when you go to the bathroom. Yeah, like it, it combines those, those three different things. Um, yeah, so Mu, cool. And there was another guy whose name I forget. And I think the former Raikage is there. And then Gara's dad. And Gara's dad got to face 
Gara himself as he is now. And I thought this was a really, really cool moment. Like, we, Gara hasn't had too much time to shine lately, like he, except being chosen to be the leader of the Allied forces, which was cool. But now we get to see his father, who is still, you know, has his own consciousness. He's just being controlled as a zombie. He first sees all this, like, sand-based power coming at them, and he's like, this must be Shukaku because of how powerful it was. But then he then realizes, no, it's Gara without Shukaku because Gara is now just that powerful on his own. He's gotten so much stronger. I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, yeah. that was a big thing right there. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then he learns not only is Gara not this monster that everyone hates, he has friends, he is the current Kazekage, and he is the leader of the Allied forces. Like, he is, he's become so much greater than his father and all those other people ever thought he could become. So much more than they ever gave him credit for. Yeah, no, and yeah, that was just hilarious. I I had to put in the group chat um, that point where where Gara says all this crazy shit, like I'm coming back from death. Um, Granny Chio saved me. I'm no longer uh, have Shukaku, and my friends help me. And and his dad's like, "Whoa, hold, hold up, you have friends?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, I get that you're the Kazakage and all this other crazy shit, but you have friends. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, that, that made me like laugh out loud. I don't, I don't know if it was intentional, but like they totally memed yeah. at that moment. Gara's dad is not a nice guy, but he did have a bit of a redeeming moment here. First, we learned that Gara's mother yeah. actually loved him. She did not hate him. She loved him. It was in fact his father who told his uncle to lie to him about his mother hating him in order to test his emotional stability. Because as the Jinchuriki for Shukaku, they needed to see whether he was able to contain uh, Shukaku even when, you know, emotionally rattled. Uh, spoiler alert, he was not. But we did learn that his yeah, mother... That was such a stupid move, bro. Like, he's a fucking child. Like, you can't expect him to control his emotions. Yeah, I know. Like... That is dumb. That is dumb. It's like, yo, let's, let's chill out until be... he matures. No, no, yeah. no, it's like, let's provoke him. Like, 20, like, if he was, like, 25, like, maybe try something like that for the village. But, yo, you can't expect, like, a little kid, like, to be okay when you try to, when everyone he loves tries to kill him. And then he's told no one ever loved him, not even his mom. Like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> his mom who died giving birth to him. Like, not cool. Not cool. It actually turns out that the power of the sand that protects Gara was not the power of Shukaku. It was actually the power of his mother or the will of his mother, which somehow managed to kind of like stick around Gara even after yeah. her death and protect him. So that shows that not only did his mother love him, she loved him so much that even after her death, she continues to protect him. So I thought I was quite wholesome. It, it was. Really, it really it made his father kind of rethink his whole life stance in terms of Gara. Yeah, it's funny. Northern man says extreme kind of tough love. Yeah, not really. Like that's just that wasn't love. That was just terrible, terrible parenting right there. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um yeah. So I do enjoy. I just want to say I enjoy how, although that I like the fact that he had gold, like dust in his sand. Right, that kind of made it more interesting. It's really he's really quickly dealt with. But it's more of that symbolic uh, moment and closure moment rather than like an epic fight between them two. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, the Gara's Gara's dad gets sealed away by Gara pretty quickly. But he actually ends up reconsidering his whole thing and saying that uh, Gara turned into, you know, a great man and that type of stuff before he sealed away. So that was very cathartic, I'm sure, for Gara and for us fans who Yeah. And let's just appreciate Gara for the fact that like not only did he not have those initial friends that Naruto had, but he he turned out so well thinking his mother hated him the whole time, right? So um yeah, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Gara turned into a very tough dude. Um yeah. you know, by necessity. But you definitely gotta respect the guy. He's a chat. Yeah, how he because he ended up like right now being this great leader, and yet he came from such like a dark place. So it's all the more impressive. Whereas you know Naruto came from a less dark place, I would say, although it's comparable. Yeah, Gara is a chat. Should be trending worldwide, bro. Definitely respect to Gara. Um, he turned out to be a really cool character overall when you think about how it started and and also because he's a side character he's not like a main cast guy and yet he's developed so much he's like the opposite of freaking sasuke sasuke started off as like a likable cool guy from the main cast and he turned into such a douche whereas gara started off as this monster and he turned into such a great character it's nice to have those different trajectories though rather than always be like oh from bad to nice so that i do think that's a bit refreshing but maybe it goes on for too long i do want to say bob in the chat has a funny comment where he says gara's mom's love still didn't hold up against rock lee <laughs> which, is just, <laughs> which is just funny i love the rock lee praise right there yeah, Rockley. He also needs more love. Yeah, like he's he he's not getting it in the story really anymore. But yeah, he's just kind of yeah. there. He's one of the fighters now. But we were, we love him. We respect him. Um, and then so we had that whole cool Gara moment, which definitely deserves a lot of love and respect. And then we have freaking Itachi and Nagato return. And, yeah, you know, the which is quite forms. a team right there. Yeah, yeah, which is just crazy. And then we see them coming face-to-face -face as this portion of the story ends. They come face-to-face -face with Naruto and Killer B. And it's like, bro, Naruto and Killer B now have to fight Itachi and Nagato zombie forms? That is insane. Yeah, well, I mean... Okay. Was that the implication? Yeah. Yo, thank you so much, Toxic Yobo, for 10 gifted subs. You are officially a mad lad. Thank you very um, much. No, but that was what I got from it. Not because they want to fight them, but because they're going to be forced to. I don't know. Like, this fucking Nagato doesn't even look like he's in a position to fight. Like, you know, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see. Cause... Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe Nagato can't because he needs this whole pain stuff to fight. But then why would he be brought back? We'll see. We'll see what happens. It'll be more explained um, as we go on. But yeah, I mean, dude, there's no way, in my opinion, that Naruto could take on uh, Itachi and Nagato. Yeah, because Nagato, he's he's not in his like shell thing where he can control the different pains. So, but he was brought back for some reason, so I'm guessing they're gonna try to. No, use you're him. you're right. We'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens, because I, I read this a long time ago, right? So it's not super clear where we go from here, but... Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's always... Even though I'm not necessarily a huge fan of bringing back characters uh, in general, 
when we move beyond that, I like the fact that we get more Itachi. It is going to be, yeah, it is going to be interesting because we've never seen Naruto really fight Itachi for real, especially not Naruto now that he's so strong because he had the whole Sasuke fight and then he died. So, you know, it is cool in terms of fan service to see potentially Itachi going against, you know, now Naruto at full power. But again, where is it going to go? Is it just going to be like, oh, they're sealed away? Or One thing that we definitely see is that these people who don't want to be there, the zombies, they're able to at times reveal information crucial to defeating them. So they can say, okay, I'm a this type jutsu user or you need to do this in order to defeat me. So even though their bodies are reacting on their own in order to fight against these uh, other ninja, they don't want to fight them. So they can sometimes help them defeat themselves. Um, yeah. So that's an interesting uh, factor. And that is why but, some of them were sealed away rather quickly. Yeah. I do want to say shout out to Nick James for uh, being subscribed for 24 months in a row, two years. Congrats. Oh, that's that awesome. Is, that's before that Naruto Origin even existed. Cool milestone right there. Thank you um, so much. Yeah. I, I think that I'm most excited to see what Itachi is going to say and maybe seeing him flex a bit. So I think um, whenever Itachi's on screen for me, he steals the show. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens from here. Yeah, it's you have this thing for, you know, respecting older brothers. Yeah, yeah, because, like, they fulfilled the fantasy of not having, like, an uh, older brother I can respect. Wow. <laughs> goes in. You truly are Sasuke of our family. Ladies and I'll gentlemen, the Sasuke uh, of our family goes. No, on. I love my older brother Animac. He's cool. Uh, good carry time. on. Anything carry else on. we need to talk about before we uh, <laughs> call it a day? Again, next week covering chapter up to chapter five hundred and sixty. I'm interested to see where the Zetsu stuff goes from here because we it seems to be implied that white Zetsus are these, uh, you know, plant based Hashirama clones. But Black Zetsu is something else. So what is Black Zetsu? How is that all related to everything? What is the new, you know, the new pains stuff gonna do? And and you didn't mention this, but there was one random part which obviously doesn't need to be mentioned, but where uh, uh, Hinata was shown briefly and being like, "We're doing this for Naruto, so we must succeed." I thought that was cute. Oh moment. yeah, bro. I mean, how could I forget that moment? <laughs> that was the crucial moment. Yeah, I, I love the relationship like stuff between characters I adore, you know. So I pay attention to like all those little moments throughout the story. Oh, <laughs> uh, nice. And I think that's the best ship, you know, in Naruto. It is. We don't know if they end up together at this point, right? But like, I think they would make a good couple. Yeah, I mean, I definitely shipped them over with Sakura. Like, at this point, Sakura has doubled and tripled down on Sasuke to the point it's like, fuck off. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wish them luck. I mean, there's a ship I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> Sakura not, and the Sasuke. And the Going Mary. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Dude, like, how could you The how Going could you Mary compare? was fine. How could the you compare the Going fine, Mary? But it was just a ship, okay? To, to uh, Sasuke and Sakura, bro. The Going Mary was a fine ship, but it was just a ship at the end of the day. It was not a member of the crew. Let's move on. 
Sakura is just a ship, bro. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that in Japanese history, there was a ship or multiple ships called Sakura. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so sure. I'm sure yeah, they already had even, like, warships probably called. So, yeah, if anything else that we want to say, like, I, I just wanted to say, I think it's interesting how much they're putting in, how many different stuff they're putting in and squeezing into uh, 12 chapters. I thought that we got a lot of different stuff covered with like their own unique story aspects and story arcs being like developed. So yeah, I thought it was cool. It wasn't just like this one l long sequence of chapters focusing on one fight. Yeah. Um, and I think Naruto does that well. Like there's constantly multiple things happening at the same time. And then we uh, go from one of those to another. Uh, Northern, yeah, and it's Northern Man asked an interesting go question. Ahead. What is your opinion on how Naruto depicts war? Because using Zetsu allows them all to like kill without remorse, because Zetsu are not like proper humans in, in the normal term, which is not something that uh, is usually present and shown in magazines. And I think that yeah, on both sides, because you have a bunch of Zetsus getting killed, yes, but also you have a bunch of like ninja getting killed by the Zetsus. So on both sides, having the Zetsus does kind of give you more leeway, kind of like if they were robots or something. But at the same time, they are sentient beings, and uh, you know other people do die, not just the. the yeah, the it's Zetsu, super so. convenient. Uh, it's super convenient for our side, right? Because they, it. I mean, they're living kind of, but you know, it's like plants, and obviously people don't compare human beings and plants. So, it you know Naruto feels like he go all out and stuff like that. So, for Naruto's sake, it oversimplifies things, right? But for the story's sake, we do in the story get plenty of wars in the past where people were killing each other. So they have dealt with that aspect yeah. of war. But yeah, it's a shonen and you're not going to have Naruto just like fucking killing armies of people. Yeah, and I mean, death definitely exists in the story already for real people. Like Naruto doesn't shy away from that like uh, other series definitely do. Like yeah or... and you do have some being people being brought back to life but it's not like dragon ball wishes level yeah not yet but there's still 150 chapters to go goes yeah bro i keep forgetting that you don't know what happens bro yeah. <laughs> all right guys thank you for joining us as always everyone in the chat everyone who's listening after the ch you know after we're live uh check out our other podcasts one piece virgin dragon ball virgin on anime virgin check out rank cafe um, all the virgins in one virgins. place, TV or something big, like big that. Rancafe Twitch. Rancafe Twitch. It's, it's Rancafe.tv, which is a shortcut, or you can just use Twitch.tv slash Rancafe. Ooh, Rancafe.tv is a shortcut. It works. Yeah, I, I bought the domain, so it works. Oh, wow. That was fucking cool idea right there. <laughs> yeah, Kosen's not up to date on what we do. Oh, it works. It works. That's yeah. fucking cool. Rankafe.tv. That's fucking cool. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. See you again next week. Up to chapters 560. And until next time, see you, Space Cowboys.